Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Today's episode of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime and Anywhere take, or comes to us from Indian River County, Florida, and it has a twist. The 35-year-old guy in question had just finished a stint in the county jail there and was in an, in an office in the jail building while his paperwork was processed so he could check out a lockup. But as he sat in the chair, waiting for the forms, he decided there was a webcam sitting on the desk that he couldn't live without, so he decided to unhook the $60 device from the computer, remove it from the desk, and put it in his pocket. And what's more dumb than trying to steal jail property as you're being released from jail? Probably only that he feels the need to live up to his name, considering dude's got on his driver's license the moniker Stephen Moron. <laughs> and where was this at, Cliff? Uh, Indian River County, Florida. You know, if sunshine, supposedly, yeah. is good for our mental health, mm-hmm. why is Florida so full of nutcases down there? They should have a plenty of sun. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't know. Wow, the any timeline smoking this morning, Cliff. Well, okay, not really? smoking. Not smoking, <laughs> but it's <laughs> lukewarm anyway. How's that? There's one. <laughs> but it's a question whether I'm a dog oh. or a cat person, Cliff. Oh, okay. And yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'd pet an alligator if a thing wouldn't bite me. That's the only thing I reason I don't pet stuff and touch stuff is I'm afraid I'll get hurt. But other than that... <laughs> You bring me an alligator that doesn't bite, Cliff. I'm in. Would you pet an alligator that wouldn't bite you? I probably have already. <laughs> have you really? I, I might have. I don't remember. Hold it. You've touched possibly an alligator and you don't remember touching an alligator? It's been a long time. I've done a lot of things in my life and I've been a lot of places. I might have touched one. You seem so nonchalant about alligators, Cliff. It's like, I might have, I don't know. For whatever reason, attacks on the Asian community in this country are on the increase. The organization that tracks discrimination and hate crimes against Asian Americans said there were a thousand more attacks in 2020 than the average year, and it's not slowed down now that we're in 2021. Statistics compiled by the group Stop AAPI Hate indicate that, by and large, the victims are female and or elderly, because why would a bully pick on someone that couldn't hurt them? Much was the case in this incident March 29th in Oakland, California, when an elderly couple returned from grocery shopping around 4.30 p.m., only to be accosted by a group of much younger and much whiter dudes. Surveillance video caught the crew, all dressed in black, rip a gold chain from around the woman's neck, and then reach into the pants pocket of the male victim to take his wallet and cell phone. But something was about to happen that would not only see the bad guys run away in terror, but would also change our view on this instrument of destruction. It turns out the couple's son was upstairs in the apartment and heard his mother screaming during the attack and grabbed whatever he had at hand to use as a weapon before sprinting down the steps barefoot to come to his mom and dad's rescue. The weapon he grabbed and successfully defended his parents from further assault was a machete, thus disproving our story, our theory, that nothing ever good happens in a story involving a machete. I was holding out for nunchucks there, Cliff. I really <laughs> thought you were going to go there. 
No, it's a machete. I'm just amazed at the amount of people that own machetes. You know, you're right. I mean, it's not... Where do you get one of these things at? Uh, I'm assuming that you... Most, like, sporting goods stores? I wonder if you could get one, like, in Walmart. In the sporting goods area at Walmart. I wonder if you can get one at Rural King. I probably could get one at Rural King. I mean, Perhaps have to look. In the garden, like the garden tools section. Yeah, because I've got, you know, vicious plants i got to keep chopped down. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you just you just need to give your plants a good whacking. Well, well, sometimes you do. Well, here we said in 2021, and I read this yep. morning, Cliff, 7% mm-hmm. of Americans still do not use the Internet and never have used the Internet. Huh. <laughs> 7%. 7%. Yes. Okay. And then I went to the any timeline a few minutes ago, yeah. and on there is a link that I was sent by one of our wonderful listeners. The uh-huh. link sends you and I to 20 years of bank fishing for bass. <laughs> and now I'm envious, Cliff, of the 7% who have never used the Internet, because I wish I hadn't used it after I clicked on that link. Just... You just can't get that time back now, can you? No, you can't. Sitting here thinking if uh, yeah. companies always have brands and their little, you know, way of saying things, and they try to make, you know, their company sound as good as possible, so yeah. you and I will go there and purchase things from them. Yeah. But I thought, what if brands actually became just brutally honest about their <laughs> products? Take, for instance, Hot Pockets. Okay. Every bite is a different temperature. That's what they should put on the box right there. Every bite is a different temperature. Or Taco Bell, you can make 32 different things (laughs) from five ingredients. Yes. They can do it. And ramen noodles, it's okay. You get paid in a few days. When you get down to that cliff, it's like payday's coming. But my favorite would be the Yellow Pages. I think, they're, I think their brutally honest motto should be, here, mm-hmm. you throw this away. Because that's what generally <laughs> happens whenever you get one. <laughs> do you keep your yellow pages if you get them uh, in the mail? No. No, I do not. Does that motto not fit? It, it totally fits. <laughs> I just never really thought of it being a motto. <laughs> Cliff, I was doing a little research for Take It to the Bank. Okay. On Friday. After we got off the air. And uh, I thought this would be a decent one, but not like a stunning take it to the bank. Okay. I found out that here, you know, when we do a fairy tale, we always say, once upon a time. That's how they start. Yes. But Korean fairy tales start with this. This is pretty good. Okay. In the old days, when tigers used to smoke. And that's the way they start all of their fairy tales in Korea. <laughs> Would that not be an awesome way to announce, Cliff, the news updates coming in? <laughs> when tigers used to smoke. In the old days, when tigers used to smoke, here's our news director, Cliff Ingram, and just go right into it. We, the Canadian province of Quebec, known for many things, but among them is the prevalence of French speakers. It seems to be something they're quite proud of, in fact. 
And as it turns out, if you want to immigrate to that portion of Canada, among the things you'll have to do to get a permanent residency card is to pass a test to prove you can adequately speak the French language. And that's exactly what 39-year-old Johan Flamen needed to do. The truck driver arrived in Quebec as part of an experience program intending on moving there and settled right in. First, he passed the written test for his commercial driver's license in French and got to work with uh, driving a truck. And then, when it was time to set up permanent residence, immigration officials scheduled his speaking test and he thought, well, I know the language and I even passed the written test already, so there should be no problem, right? Wrong. Flamen failed the speaking test, even though he was trying to immigrate to Quebec from France. <laughs> Apparently what tripped him up was the oral comprehension program, which, not in, which involved analyzing a recorded conversation and then speaking about it from different points of view, and not just knowing what the words said. You had to also say what the words meant. That's a tough ticket right there, Cliff. I totally it? agree. Yeah. I would hate to have to take that test to live in Owensville. Not, I mean, in English, <laughs> what, what, not in French. What language? <laughs> well, Cliff, this whole month is Distracted mm -hmm. Driving Awareness Month. And they did a what survey. Is? Okay. What distracts most drivers the most often? Number one, yeah. I could see this, things happening outside of your vehicle, like you're looking at a billboard or some idiot driving around you and you're distracted by that. Yeah. Passengers in your car, especially if you have young kids in there, there's always some kind of craziness going on. Yes. Your phone. Not supposed to be doing mm. that now. Yeah. But the one that's kind of sad, Cliff, is mm -hmm. the radio. <laughs> it distracts people and mostly because they look down or look off the roadway to change yeah. this channel. So just never do that when you have on Country 98.1, and you should yeah, be I mean, fine. Just, <laughs> there's always some joke about ripping off the knob. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Safety first here, Cliff. Just keep it where yes. you have it now uh -huh. and never touch that again. Just <laughs> act like it's lava. It's lava on your dashboard. Don't touch that button again. <laughs> I read this morning, Cliff, this is pretty interesting, I think. Scientists think that uh, human life expectancy yeah. can be extended to 150 years. The average really? life expectancy. Yeah. If I could make it to 150, I think I could actually buy a second bottle of Worcester cider sauce. <laughs> I've had that one bottle in there for a long, long time. You just don't go through that stuff, do you? Well, no. I mean, you, a dabble do you, and... Uh, only every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it would take that long to buy two. I don't see how they stay in business, to be honest with you. I, I guess others, there are people who use more than more of that than we do. There must be breakage. That's all I can say, Cliff. Somebody's dropping yeah. the bottle or something because... That's, that would be when you need to go get a new one, when you've broken. Because, you know, the stuff doesn't spoil. You put it in the refrigerator, it'll last, uh, well, 150 years. <laughs> you know, the best I ever had... And I'm not yeah. kidding. When I was a kid, my mom had a bottle yeah. of that. She never put once she opened it, she never put it in the refrigerator. She just put it up on the in the cabinet. Oh, really? And that stuff stayed up there forever. And 
as a kid, I didn't even know what it was, and I tried it one time on a burger, and I thought, this is the greatest taste I've ever had in my life, in my mouth. And I've wow. never gotten that taste back again, Cliff. I think the age did something. It's like wine. It's Worcestershire wine is what this stuff is. I'm telling you, it's good. <laughs> Take a listen to this, okay? Oh, okay, sure. Hey, Cliff, I've got a question for you this morning. You got any plans for Thursday? Ooh. I bet he wants to take you in the big rig with him. You got to do gonna... that, Cliff. You got to do that. <laughs> as fun as that would be, I uh, got plans on Thursday. But you'll be here, right? Oh no, I I won't be here at all on Thursday. It'll be up to you. <laughs> so you can't go in the big if... rig? No. Uh, I I will be unable to uh do any big rigging on Thursday because I thought we'd discuss this. Perhaps you've forgotten. Thursday's the day I'm having a colonoscopy. That's right. That's right. That is the day. <laughs> Wait, is that the theme from Jaws? Yes. <laughs> aren't we, um... Yeah. Aren't we about due for another earthquake at any time, Cliff? It's been a while <laughs> since we've had one. You know, I think you're right. Why would this question come up in reference to my colonoscopy? Wouldn't that be awesome that right in the middle of this colonoscopy, yeah. if we have a little shake-up going on here no. in the tri-state, no. huh? No. 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 And you, you could come any... in Friday and give us all the details? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we're due for one, Cliff. And I think the doctor would stay right there with you the entire time. Oh, you think so? Huh? Oh, they won't. Well, well you better hope they do. <laughs> evacuate the building and leaving me laying there unconscious with a thing. Never mind. <laughs> I'm trying to picture that, you laying there unconscious and everybody's out of the room with a thing. Yeah, they all evacuate, evacuate, and here I lay. Yeah, that's nice. I did find out, by the way. Okay. You know, they always talk about this prep stuff that you have to do beforehand. Oh, that stuff's good, too. Yes, yeah. what I hear. So I, I went and bought the, all of that stuff last night, and I always thought like it was some kind of a, uh, I don't know, secret thing. Magical <laughs> elixir? Yeah. No, that's not what it is at all. Basically, the doctor is purposely overdosing you on laxatives. <laughs> Basically, you take 14 days worth of laxatives in 14 hours. Well, what could that That's hurt? how it works. What could that hurt, Cliff? <laughs> well, I can think a lot of things that would hurt. <laughs> now, if you've done the math right, and that's true, 14 yeah. days worth in yeah. 24 hours, then yeah. this song should be dedicated to you right now, Cliff. Oh, no. What is it? It's John Party. Okay. Up all night here on the Morning Road Show. <laughs> Cliff should really be looking forward to this procedure. Isn't that the procedure where you get all the ice cream you want to eat after it's done? I think that's right, Cliff. <laughs> I think, I think you get... I'm, I'm planning on getting every all of everything I want to eat after it's done. How's that? And ice cream? And ice cream. Yes. I tell you what, Cliff, the any timeline <laughs> is a buzz with you and your I procedure. I was going to say, I've been reading the text messages during the news and... <laughs> Y'all are some sick, twisted freaks. I just want, and you're right in the middle of it. Well, I'm just the uh, band director here, Cliff. <laughs> I, 
I'm just the proctologist director here is all I'm doing. You're the director of proctology. Yes, that's what I am. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. A couple of facts about the White House, Cliff. Okay. Fact number one. Yes. There is no private entrance or exit to the residence. The president uses the same front and back door that everybody else uses whenever they're <laughs> taking tours. And that's why when you're on a tour at the White House, they always tell you to stay on one side in case members of the first family are coming in and out at different times of the day. Okay. I never knew that. Did you? I, I, I didn't know that there was a possibility, you know, that you'd pass someone, you know, of high rank as you as you're touring the white house had no idea i thought they would have like a double secret entrance and exit somewhere in there where nobody knew about it except for the president's family and the secret service and the other thing cliff i kind of remember this from school okay well some of the furniture if you ever take a tour of the white house and the artwork in there is Mm -hmm. old some of it is nothing except a single painting of george washington is actually from the original White House from many years ago. Okay. That's because back in 1814, when the British yeah. forces burned the White House <laughs> down to the ground. Yeah, they burned it. <laughs> James Madison's wife, Dolly, famously yeah. saved George Washington's portrait during that fire. Now, I remember that uh, from school. Do you remember okay. that? I don't, I don't remember that either. She ran back into the White House to get yeah. that one picture I, of George. Hmm. And all of that, you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, was there anything said today? Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. I'm amazed at the amount of people who own a machete. Number two, the director of proctology. And the number one Morning Roadshow phrase for today, never touch that again. (laughs) I don't remember what that was. I don't either. (laughs) Well, that's pretty sad, Cliff. Yeah, we, we said something. And we don't even remember in what context we said it in. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.